Hello, and welcome to our podcast. Fun isn't something one considers when balancing the universe. I'm Sailor Brown. I am an elementary education major here at Birmingham Southern. Uh, I'm Michael Gray. I'm an environmental science major, and I'm interested in looking into how climate change affected the plague. I'm Leah DeMarco, and I study educational psychology. Um, in this podcast, we're going to be talking about the bubonic plague, also known as the Black Death, and discussing if it was a form of balancing nature. So the plague was actually a really tragic event that killed millions of people. It is a medieval plague that spread from Asia into Europe and Africa from 1347 to 1352, killing an estimated 25 million people. The Black Death is also responsible for over 50 million deaths, and it is said to be spread by rats. This specific pandemic is one of the most notorious of all times. It's actually an incredibly tragic event, resulting in mass graves and the tragic loss of a huge portion of the population. One of the primary sources on the outbreak was the Italian writer and poet Giovanni Boccaccio, best known for his work, The Decameron. The Decameron is about how the plague struck, but the majority of it is about 10 people who fled Florence. And if you're interested in hearing their stories, you can read the rest of it. What I am going to focus on right now is the description Boccaccio gives about what happens to a person when they get the plague. Boccaccio claims that the plague showed its first signs by means of swelling either in the groin or under the armpits, some of which grew to the size of an ordinary apple and others to the size of an egg, more or less. These were called buboes. From there, the buboes were spread across the body and would turn black. He claims that the buboes were a definite indication of impending death. There was no strength of medicine a doctor could give to cure the illness. Only a few people were ever cured, but most people died after the third day of the appearance of a symptom. According to others who have studied Boccaccio's work, his description of what happened if you got the plague is almost accurate. Over time, studies have shown that a fever was the first to appear but Boccaccio claims that it was the buboes. He did this to make the plague sound even scarier. Now that you have an idea of what happened to the people when they were infected with the plague, we can talk about where the plague came from. Before we move on to the next part of our podcast, I just want to say how crazy it is to think how different the, the plague and COVID-19 is, but how each pandemic has such tragic effects. So now our main question is, was the plague a form of balancing nature? I believe so, because looking back into our readings of Gaia and then doing some more research about the Gaia hypothesis, it states that uh, the Gaia, or Gaia and the Earth works in a system, and when the system is being affected, then things has to restore itself or balance itself out. Well, who's Gaia? Gaia is known as the mother of Earth, mother nature. She gave birth to life on Earth, basically. So why was there a need for balancing nature? There was a need for balancing nature because of the increase in population and the population increasing was causing for there be to be more deforestation and pollution and therefore the Earth was being destroyed at a lot, much larger rate than at other times. But how did deforestation overpopulation, how does that have any effect on a plague? Uh, well, so with all the pollution and stuff, it was creating ch climate change. And as the temperatures and stuff in the area were increasing, it was 
causing different habits in animals and things such as the rats that were in the mountains. And as the temperature were increasing, the rats began to look for cooler areas and therefore they went down the mountain into the towns and stuff and it was helping the plague and stuff spread through the rats and getting them to humans and things. To go off the rats, I have like a little theory that kind of is disproven now, but it's just a little fun idea to think about to add in there. So it is known or was kind of thought that brown rats didn't live near human populations, but the black rats did. So with climate change, it could have brought down the brown rats into the closer to human population because it's also thought could be wrong, I'm not a scientist, that brown rats carry more diseases, so it could make sense that they carried the plague down into the cities. Okay, but going back to our main point of balancing nature, the plague wasn't the first time that the earth tried to renew itself. There was the time of Noah's Ark that where it just flooded the whole earth to get rid of it to restore its beauty and grab him out right yeah <laughs> yeah that seems like a real interesting thing it's kind of like it's a common trend over time that this keeps happening yeah and i mean it was a theory back then when the plague was happening that was also an act of god just like noah's ark so i don't know just kind of an interesting tie-in that they're both like acts of god cleaning up the uh, mess of the earth and also going thinking about that it also makes me want to think about what we're going through today with COVID 19. yeah this and, is is this a balancing act too or like during question. quarantine, how all these different animals started coming back. Or um, I think in Venice, there were dolphins and the Yeah, uh, it's a sign waterways. of the earth going back to its natural state. Yeah, and reduced pollution. and Yeah. yeah I think right now our pollution like, rates and stuff are at one of the lowest that it's been in a long time. It's kind of crazy. Also kind of makes me wonder how soon it'll go back to, sh to crap. And, uh, Something then, new will happen. Make it worse. Yes, and what the next kind of check will be. Yeah. I mean, this is kind of random, but there is like a trend of there being a pandemic every hundred years. So there was one in 1920, 1820. So 2120. Let's look out for that one. <laughs> we probably won't be here though. No. <laughs> I mean, I plan to live forever. I don't know about you. Nope. <laughs> All right. So going back to the Black Death, I do wonder if the balancing act actually worked. Like did the climate change reduce after the Black Death? Well, from recent studies, they have kind of came up with this thing called the Little Ice Age. And what that was, it really wasn't like an ice age, a full-on ice age, but it was just kind of a cooling period during the, toward the end of the, the actual main outbreak of the plague. So it does kind of illustrate that there was some kind of like check or that it really did help the yeah. plague, help the environment. I mean, not to mention just reduced population in general probably helped, like, farmlands and things get back oh, to... Definitely. It, it really did help the farmlands and, like, the agriculture things because instead of overplowing, overplanting, over, just overdoing those things, kind of like we do today, all, the, all those lands were able to reestablish themselves and kind of become a new, a new form of something. And then even going, think, looking farther back into it, you got to think that w the one picture we, we saw in class where there was an, all the boats and the fish in the water, and you could see, you could definitely see how they were overfishing and stuff. 
with the population being wipe, almost wiped out, kind of, you can, you can definitely think that the fish populations, animal populations, and things were really able to thrive because they weren't in, in such constant threat of being fished and hunted yeah. and things like that. And I mean, as dark as it sounds, like, if the plague had never happened, we probably wouldn't even still be around today because the overpopulation wouldn't be so bad. Well, yeah. and if we had no food from yeah. overfishing and all that stuff, we definitely wouldn't have any of the resources to stay alive. Yeah, yeah de- definitely the resources that, that have kind of been prolonged. Like, now they're kind of saying how we wouldn't make it to 2050 if we don't change our ways. And, well, that, that date could have came a lot sooner if there wasn't these kind of checks and balances within time, over time. Yeah, definitely. Well, a little side note, I know now I think we need a little mini ice age like they had back then because we're having issues with overfishing again. So we need something to happen so we can repopulate the Mm -hmm. fish species. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I I think that this pandemic I think over time, in a, over the next few years, we'll actually be able to see the impacts because we're still going through the pandemic. The pandemic's nowhere near over, but uh, about 10, 20 years from now, we'll be able to really see the impact that, the, that COVID actually had on the environment and how much that will actually help us in the future. Yeah, I can definitely see that. And I'm not trying to make light. A lot of people have died, and it is very tragic and sad, but the end of the day it's still something interesting to look into all right so how do y'all feel about plague and stuff being a balance of nature i mean i definitely agree with you especially after hearing all that information it seems like it's almost like every certain amount of time there's going to be some sort of act of balancing nature whether it's a divine act or just like nature kind of causing that on itself it seems like there's always some way that nature kind of balances itself out. And it makes sense to then, if, us, if we have this balancing act, it gives us the chance to actually be able to live a longer life on this earth because we do damage to it. So the earth's got to be like, sorry, going to have to punish you. But in that way, we're still alive. So does that make you guys kind of fearful of what could happen next? Or does it kind of make y'all intrigued to want to try to change your habits and things and try to bring change? I mean, everyone should change their habits. But I think based on how people are and how history has shown, some things didn't happen regardless. But we can definitely help how extreme it gets by changing our own. Yeah. It's kind of interesting, like you said, the punishing thing. It's almost like the earth's kind of trying to take care of us as well. It's itself, the animals and everything about that. So I don't know if it's, it is scary, like this is terrifying, but it's also kind of comforting to realize that, you know, we're not, the earth's going to attack us back if we mess up too bad. Another thing that it comes up to my mind is also like these checks and balances keep continuing on. But when when does it actually stop? Like when is when does the Earth took too much damage? When uh, when is it kind of as we there was something we read in class talking about like the fertility of the Earth and stuff. When when does the fertility run out? Kind of. Yeah, that's a good question. That is a good question. I guess we can only find that out by hitting it. 
Hopefully we don't hit that Mm -hmm. point, and hopefully the earth stays where it is so our kids have a nice place to live. I guess it's also kind of a thing to wonder of at what point would we be at that we wouldn't have to change anything about our ways, that we'd be absolutely perfectly in harmony with the earth. I mean, again, that's kind of an open-ended question, but it's another thing to think about. It's it's definitely eye-opening, really, because... I don't know, over time you only hear about the plague and just just the social impacts kind of kind of how just so many people died you never really it's never really been I've never really thought of it in any kind of environmental way and yeah. definitely definitely odd thing for me I've always just thought about the great tragedy that it is but yeah thank you so much for listening I hope you enjoyed our take on the plague and uh, please feel free to leave comments and let us know how y'all think about balancing of nature. And if you want to hear anything else about the plague, we have some classmates who also put out some podcasts about it.